Welcome to Beyond This Earth. It is episode six, season four. And on today's episode of Beyond This Earth, it is the central bank digital currency boondoggle. What does this have to do with FTX and their introduction into same? Why are we entering the darkest financial timeline ever? The election aftermath, Trump will run again. And it looks like there was nothing in Mar-a-Lago. And there are some situations about January 6th. Also, why Google search and its major problems with the internet are connected and its implications. We're going to talk about the difference between a ballot and a vote. And the news you miss, major space news, what's coming up in two weeks, and other major announcements all today on Beyond This Earth. This is Beyond This Earth. Welcome to Beyond This Earth. This is Novid Hollaback. That's Hollaback. We talked about the FTS standal last week. And we gave about 20 minutes to this story. There has been so much news that has come out of this FTS scandal. It will blow your damn mind. Not only there were connections with the Democrats, not only there were connections with some Republicans, not only that the collusion was so damaging, it turns out there may be sex tapes. It turns out that this altruism ding was a front. It turns out that they may have been cheating the Japanese government and Japanese businesses. There may be some connection with SoftBank. Other cryptocurrencies are involved and crypto holding areas are involved. Genesis is about to declare bankruptcy, declare insolvency as it were, and on and on it goes. And the crazy thing about this is, this is not the end. Brent Weinstein in a Twitter post pretty much says that this is only the fucking node. One of the larger nodes in a big, big connection. That if we do not explain these connections, that if it's not explained to people and people don't get a handle on this, it is going to be the destruction of humanity as we know it if this thing is not seen for what it is. Brett Weinstein does not say this in very cute, happy tones. When he says this and he is said that he says he knows people they are connected around this, and it is going to be extremely serious as it is. 
Everybody's saying, where are the regulators? Everybody's saying another failure of the millennial culture. Everyone's saying that, oh, it's crypto and all the rest of it. Y'all have got to stop and understand two things. And it is going to be related to what I'm about to discuss in the third segment. It's two things. It's really not that complicated when you get down to it. This is from Carl Denninger. First of all, all items in an economy respond to supply and demand. If there are zero demand, there will be no supply and thus there cannot be a price. But for any amount of demand above zero, there is a price. And to the extent demand is seen supply, price rises until equilibrium is established, either by costing more or additional supply showing up that there is an incentive to prove it. The opposite is also true. The problem with so-called cryptocurrencies as they are constituted is that they have no inherent value of any fucking sort. That is, the fact that I can solve a mathematical problem and prove that I do it through a cryptographic signature does not have any sort of value. There cannot be any sort of utility per se in doing such a mathematical equation. Leaving aside that all such designs are inherently and intentionally Ponzi schemes. That is, the founders always get the first of whatever it is at zero cost or absolutely nearly zero. Then sell off to then sell those particular items to others at even higher prices. If anyone can use leverage against that prior disclosure and thus become an emitter of credit into the stream. They can move the price in either direction on command and on demand. Of course, the benefit that's their benefit and thus their motivation to move it higher. But what if the alleged dollar exchange and thus the demand level doesn't actually exist? If I can make a customer funds and blow them on something else, then until and unless I am forced to immediately remove that from the so-called crypto market where it was, I have in fact emitted more dollars in the context of the cryptocurrency. The problem at its core is that I have no legitimate way to do that and does the alleged demand and price response to it has always been a fraud. In the United States, banks have allegedly limited license to do this. That is, it is legitimate and does so Congress through deficit spending. Nobody else, however, holds the power to do so in a legal fashion, yet the common theme that it always keep getting exposed. You must therefore assume that all the alleged value in every single thing called crypto assets is in fact nothing but tulips, or basically nothing but smoke. Why? Because if it was possible to make a reasonable return running on an exchange without doing this, that is the fee charge for the services covered cost plus a profit, then those doing it legitimately would be very interested in finding and outing every scam immediately. The reason for that is obvious. The scammer operates with what amounts to a digital printing press and the non-scammer does not. Ergo, the honest operator cannot compete in such a market as they will always lose to the scammer. 
The facts, however, is that the so-called mainstream exchanges do not diligently looking for and exposing the frauds, and the reason why is not transparent. The profit from it, they also profit from it, even though they don't personally engage in it. But if you profit from a scam, even if you don't engage in it, then you must expect there will always be a scam. And worse, during the time that it's unexposed, there's nobody interested in stopping it. There is no pushback to stop it. And in fact, that takes over the largest and not only mechanism of which price can actually move. In other words, as the scamming the value of said token is for all attempts and purposes, Zero. Whoops. What does this have to do with digital bank currencies, folks? You heard the government. You heard the Federal Reserve. They said we will be moving to the digital currencies very soon. Rooney Sizak, now the Prime Minister of the UK, saying that. Have you ever heard of the digital bank currencies? Yes, the central bank digital currencies look as good as your pounds. What is Wally's smile on his face? They are trying to regulate basically what it is a scam to introduce the next generation of scamming. But do you understand the motherfucking this? It's not backed by anything but debt and the credit and the faith of the US government, of the UK government, of the European Union government, of any government going into the CBDEs. And what do you think they're going to do with the CBDEs, you idiots, you fools, you clowns? They're gonna track your motherfucking ass. And if you say anything against any of their regimes, you will be docked. And your pay will go down from 100 CBDT credits to one. And you can't go anywhere with one CBDE credit. What happens when they say, oh, the Federal Reserve notes are not that good anymore. It's going to cost too much money. And then, then now we're into the CBDs now. $20 for a Snicker bar? That going to come soon. And then everybody going to say, oh, we got to get to the CBDs. We got to accept it. Oh, then we heard the story about why were no prostitutes supporting the CB, supporting the FTX trade and all the rest of it, even though they were making millions of dollars and they were using the spin move to go to Ukraine and back up and all over again. What is the connection between them and Kanye West with his money being taken out of, the, of their bank? They're using it as a test run for the central bank digital currencies and ultimately the credit system to make everybody behave and be good neighbors and not talk against the government, especially when they're doing the bullshit and the spin moves and all the rest of it concerning with all 
all sizes are good. Uh, 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 watch it now. I'm trying to do a uh, uh, strip polling on school, uh, on libraries, and all the other places, and all the rest of it. And if you say anything back against them, oh, we're gonna dock you down to one CBD coin. You motherfuckers continue to get played. You liberals think that you are going to have the financial future that you want after the bullshit this alleged. We'll get to that bullshit in just a minute. Oh, there's going to be some shit that I'm going to explain. Y'all going to catch it soon because today I had enough of your games. This is what liberals do. Liberals play games. They play games with your money. They scam you out your money. It don't matter if it's from Bitcoin or the rest of it. They scam you out your money. They did the, all the rest of this shit. They don't know what the fuck they doing. They just fear monger and do fake news. All day long fake news. It's the trash game that y'all accept in this trash world called clown world that y'all continue to fester yourselves in. Quite honestly, when we read the stories, we get to the realization that they set this motherfucker up and he helped them in the setup so that the cryptocurrencies outside of Bitcoin, which we know who Bitcoin, according to Daniel Pena, saying that it is Putin that is surrounded from Bitcoin. Others are saying CIA. That basically is going to lead us to these digital currencies set up by the central banks. And ultimately those central bank currencies will be the setup for the uh, mark of the beast, all the rest of that thing. It's going to fail. It's going to fail. It's going to fail horrendously because again, don't know what they're doing. Don't care. Think they bigger than anybody else. You're seeing failure right in front of your face. Look at the dude here. Bankman Freed. Lord of failure. Doesn't know what he's doing. Didn't even have an accountant that could handle all these things. All of this was a fraud. The whole media structure, especially after the bullshit that happened with the fangs or the mangs, as it were. That day that... Jim Cramer was crying and they were looking for a hero and they said... We found a hero. It was Sam Beckman Freed. He is the guy that will save our financial industry. God fucking damn. 
Teeth motherfucker. You either laugh or you gotta cry. These are the clowns of the world. Absolute bullshit that we see everywhere on the TV. We're now realizing that a lot of shit is wrong and it has got to stop. Gotta stop. Gotta stop. That leads us into the election. Here's the aftermath. After a very long time, one whole week and some change. The final results, 218 to 210. Republicans have taken the house. More like a red puddle. The bullshit has happened in Arizona. Oh, we won't know who's the governor until at least they certify the votes. It's not going to be a game. And we're going to be here for a while. Of Arizona. Georgia, they don't care about Georgia. Walker could go in. Herschel Walker could go in. Warner could go in. It don't matter. 50 seats. Schumer is now the leader of the Senate. We don't know. There could be a fight for the House, for the leadership of the House. A lot of state senators have some houses going for the Democrats, some houses going for the Republicans. Then on Tuesday, Trump came back and said, three times the child, let's go get him boys. Let's go, Gav. Let's really drain this one this time, and this time I will have the real motherfuckers to take care of business. Then today, as of this recording, Merrick Garland said, we're going to put a special investigator for Trump. This dude ain't going to run again. We tell this motherfucker, get this motherfucker out of here, please. <laughs> he annoys us, you know, it's just, get rid of them now. No more, leave us. <sighs> this came after news have come out from the Washington Post saying that um, it was a Duffy we found up in a Mar-a-Lago. 
We found nothing. We didn't touch him with blocks. Bombers. Blocks. Dickens. We put the new theme songs. Dickens with blocks. We found something wrong, Lago. It could be nuclear technology. It's better. Uh, it was nothing, bro. It was ego. It was his ego. Possibly a book that he was writing for. It was nothing. It was nothing? Y'all spent two and a half weeks and all of a sudden it was nothing? Oh, it gets worse. Can't wait, it. More special reports. Saying that, uh, Mr. Ray, can you confirm or deny that, uh, they had people inside, you had federal agents inside the Proud Boys, and they did in the what, heading towards the Capitol. I can't say anything about that, Mr. Ray said. Can you confirm there were people there in the bandit? We can't say anything about this. Uh, can you please confirm that they, I can't say anything about this time. So you mean to tell me they may have done something about this and we weren't notified about it? I cannot say about anything about that. Two minutes, this has gone back and forth between Christopher Ray and one of the Republicans. Tom Wright, I believe his name was. How many hours did we have to go through of the January 6th investigation on all the stations and yet they didn't say anything about the FBI having people inside during these particular moments and telling people that Oh, there were FBI motherfuckers inside embedded with the protesters during January 6th. This was a day after that interview with David Muir and Mike Pence basically saying that I was scared for my life. And the tears rolled down his face. Then next day I find out, oh, FBI was all over the place. Uh, you, uh, everything was glowing, bruh. So many places were glowing. Uh, we should have been known that they, we, we were going to be, uh, 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 they should have told us that things were happening. We would have stopped it. But it was glowing all over the place. Do I have to remind you people what happened after January 6th? Do we got to remind you, go back to season three. Go back to the middle of, I think it was season two or season three. And I told you about all of the people in the reservists that got COVID during the time they locked down the whole Washington DC for three and a half 
months, scared shitless out of their shoes. But the FBI was embedded with the Proud Boys and all of the quote unquote white nationalist groups. Doing the electric boogaloo right in front of our faces and did not stop shit. Did not stop shit. Y'all have the goddamn temerity to tell me this fucking shit. Y'all have a goddamn temerity and people are in jail. This, a lot of these cases are going to get thrown the fuck out. If they, they can prove that the FBI did this shit. But those no answers and no answers... From the last time we heard about this to this time, especially from the from the FBI chief, Mr. Ray, these no answers are going to lead to prosecutional misconduct by Congress. And all these cases about to get thrown the fuck out. Enticed by a FBI agent? It gets worse. It seems that a lot of cases, especially with January 6th, with the embeddedness of the January 6th, had taken away resources that could have gone into this whole coyote situation, especially with these human traffickers that has gotten worse and is continuing to get worse every single day day in Texas and in other places around the border then those they have been taken out of line and have been gone into the January 6th situation World War 3 almost took place I did say almost took place because there was an incident that happened in Poland or near the border of Poland at the border of Ukraine that had a Russian-made missile killing two people. Once they figured it out, it turned out that the Ukrainians were shooting down a rocket that was Russian. It missed its target and then it landed in Poland. It was a missed target, and we are sorry this was a casual war and all the rest of it. So Lensky pretty much has said, the Russian orc must be destroyed at all costs. They have gone into Poland. Attack now, attack now. They pretty much said, look, guys, you made a mistake. It's confirmed as a mistake. We're not activating Article 5, but we still love you, we still respect you, and all the rest of it. He'll make his mistake. Please wait. You know, this whole thing with this FTS thing is implicating um, Ukraine saying that they're funding, they're using FTS to fund the Ukrainian war effort 
by using the U.S. government and their connections in order to feed FTX, which FTX then helps the Democrats, the Democrats help this, then they go to this, and then they're the funders of this. And then all of a sudden, after this attack, Biden and his people said, we're got another $37 billion ready for you, ready to go to help you fight against the Russians. Y'all cannot continue to insult my fucking intelligence no more. Y'all can't do that. Especially after I'm hearing Azov rebelling in, 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 um, Italy doing some shady shit over there. And not many people reported this. The gray zone did. Not to be outdone, one final fallout from the election. Nancy Pelosi is no longer going to lead the Democrats. She has reached the age of 83 years old and the decision because of her husband's attack by uh, a certain traveler, a homeless transient who was in the house when the cops were called Uh, I led to her decision not to lead the Democrats in the house. Well, remember last time when I was talking about Miguel Almaguer, an Emmy Award winning reporter from NBC News? Yeah, that dude, right? Well, his story was scrubbed, disappeared from the internet, all gone. Oh, do you know that the local NBC station in San Francisco actually made a update from this particular story that McGear I'm McGear was talking about? And it turns out that the reporter from the if my sources told me that the door was opened from the inside by Mr. Paul Pelosi. Yes, motherfuckers, the same network which owned the same station, the own operating station had an investigative reporter and his sources that saw the video and said that Paul Pelosi opened the door. You ain't gonna believe what you what I'm about to say. Miguel Amaguer is suspended from NBC News. Every motherfucker is saying the exact story in different tones. I got 900 streaming channels on the US TV doing news. Yet Miguel Amaguer, who is an Emmy Award-winning investigative reporter, 
get suspended for the same things the local television station, which is owned by the same network, is saying what happened. The door was opened by Paul Pelosi. You cannot continue to insult my intelligence and think your motherfuckers can get away with this shit. They think I'm gonna get away with this shit. There's something that has to be said about all these elections and all of this. And one of the main fucking reasons that I began to realize about things is that a lot of you normies are in fucking, especially a lot of uh, the millennial and early Gen Z normies are really, 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 you, you, you cannot think for yourselves, unfortunately. I wish to God it was the case that you could think for yourselves. I wish to God that was the case. And maybe there is some day that you have a single absolute total dot and actually make correct decisions. But this is the sad truth. And sometimes it goes to older generations as well. But I'm going to use two particular sportscasters in order to understand this particular situation where we're in in this country now. Every time when Bob Costas was hosting Sunday Night Football and when he did his monologues for Sunday Night Football during halftime, during the Toyota Halftime Report, when he was working with NBC, you motherfucking liberals actually did something and put a dot in your fucking heads and stopped becoming NBCs. But it's unfortunate he has to tell you what you do before you can even make a decision for yourselves. And since when he got fired, y'all motherfuckers act crazy and don't know what the fuck y'all want to say and make no sense when you're saying it. It's the similar thing that happened when Brent Musburger left CBS in 1990 for a lot of you conservatives. And especially if we want to go back two years before that, when Jimmy the Great left in 88 because of the things that he said about black players. Y'all lost your goddamn minds. To the point when the replacements took over, Terry Bradshaw and Mr. Uh, um, and Gumble took over, you didn't want to trust them so much, which led CBS to make the decisions that they made, which ended the television industry as we knew it in 1993. So stop playing yourselves. You don't have a single original thought unless in these two particular cases, they tell you to forget one. It is deeply unfortunate, that is. Similar team to Rush Limbaugh.
You have to have dudes that got guidance because you, uh, if without the guidance that you get did from these people, because everything else in life, conservative, li conservative or liberal, especially with the liberals, because I'm aiming towards them. Since you got crutches that don't even fucking work, your educational system shit, your this any other thing is shit, your reading comprehension is full of shit, all the rest of it. You got to have liberal talking points, liberal lying leaders in order for you motherfuckers to say that I feel important and I can still stand up. But you can't stand up for shit you don't have an original dot in your goddamn mind. Then you come here, repeat the shit that you say to me, and then I look at you like you a bunch of crazy people walking around like a bunch of zombies. This is not what America is, but you know what? It's gonna, but you know what? Know what happened? The motherfuckers who run the Democratic Party, especially concerning these ballots and votes, have figured out a way to use these low-intention voters, especially a lot of you Gen Z folks, to use your ill intelligence and your inability to be to able to have critical thinking unless somebody tells you to think to get you to put out a questionnaire and they can keep that questionnaire and put it in different places in these gerrymandered districts so that when they can use their mathematics and tricks and algorithms now that they learn from Silicon Valley in order to turn a vote into a decimal point and a decimal point into a victory for candidates that shouldn't have won in the first place. We'll talk about that in the third segment. Coming up next, Google search is no longer what you think it is. We'll show you the reasons why. Coming up next on Beyond This Earth. We'll be back right after this. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. Now return you to Beyond This Earth. Welcome back to Beyond This Earth. Nova Hall back here. Have you ever wondered why Google search is no longer what you think it can work as? Or it works as? Well. I'm going to tell you, you ain't going to like it. Not at all. Not at all. Google search 
at one time was indispensable as a resource for searching things that you wanted to look at through different sites and all the rest of it. It was wonderful. Then they went into advertising. And as they were going into advertising, they had to change a lot of the things to make the advertisers work. Or the advertisers would go and get spooked. Or those that were connected to the advertising were going to get spooked. And in many ways, the way the internet has changed with advertising is the way a lot of things have changed. And a lot of websites have changed with it, with SEOs and all the rest of it. One of the things that I began to realize when I started Guru Gothic many, many years ago ultimately was that <coughs> Google was not going to work the way it, you think it was going to work. Concerted with SEO and searching for all these things. Search engines were discouraged. I don't want the search engines looking through all these things to look for. It's not going to work that way. And it still will not work that way. Because Google does not work the way it was meant to work. Google now uses, has misused their technology in order to keep themselves afloat. How many technologies did Google buy, introduce, try to compete against? And most of them failed miserably because Google's main products, which were search, started to die out. Main product was search and they started to die out because they screwed up with their own technology. They went from a searching platform that searched for interesting sites all over the internet to a keyword algorithm based advertising platform that searches for sites that continue to do the things for advertising in order for those sites to make a dollar. So all someone has to do, similar to what they're doing with YouTube now, and they, they show this on Instagram and other places on TikTok as well, is to, like in YouTube, air a 10 hour long piece of product, as I call it, and leave it on for 10 hours and watch the money flow in. It's the similar idea to what they do with YouTube, with uh, Google, put out a website that gives out terse information, have it make sure that it's connected to certain keywords. When it is connected to these keywords, then once a person looks for that particular keyword, they may not get the information, but the person that built that website gets the dollar. That's all that matters. 
there was a trick that people now use in order to use Google for what it is. They now use a clause in the search for a Reddit thread in order to find the information they are looking for because Google has certain aspects of their web spiders that crawl into the majority of the sites on Reddit and the message boards on Reddit. Think about it, folks. And then people are looking for other sites, but they're still using the new-ish technology they use as the SEOs and the algorithms and all the rest of it from Google. Many other sites have tried to outdo Google in certain ways, from Yandex to Bing to all other places as well. I can make a search for, let's say, the recent television series or recent remake for Mass Rider Black Sun or Common Rider Black Sun. I just want to see the suit, uh, but we see mostly the toy on, well, the very expensive toy, mind you. Expensive toy, mind you, at for their uh for the series, but we don't see the suit, or we don't see the larger version of the suit, or we don't, or we only see the statue as statue S for the suit, the law la the large one. We don't see a lot of the changes that they made in that particular suit as well. A lot of the things that we also see there are missing. Excuse me, miss missing context, both from the images and on the actual web pages that we get booted to Reddit for. Well, maybe information that might be correct, but is skewed in a certain way. I mean, the basic gist of what they were talking about in certain episodes are correct, but it's skewed in a way that may not constitute the actual content, the actual content and context of what that episode was trying to portray, which also produces even more disastrous results if you use these two particular um, fields together in, in when you're searching for anything on the internet using Google. But this is not just Google in turn. It is a lot of the other sites, especially Twitter.
which having issues with their technologies as of now and having people fired and all the rest of it. A lot of the liberals are saying Twitter will be gone in 24 hours. Even CBS, according to FTV Live, is saying, don't use Twitter. We're not sure how long it will last. And then that's 24 hours, 48 hours. Ironic, 48 hours. We're not sure how long it will last. So don't go on Twitter. Let us stay radio silence until Musk got the skills to fix the problem. There is an interesting There's an interesting uh checklist on the in, and I seen it in a certain place on Twitter that showcases Something of the nature saying, sad how we fall, we regress in the name of power control. And they show on one end, direct messages, group trash, file transfer, building games, user run instances, doesn't require a central server, mesh networking, and wireless delivery works without the internet. So for Twitter and for Twitter, they have direct messages and group chats, but not anything else. For Discord, there's direct messages, group chats, file transfer, built-in games, and user-run instances, but they do need a central server. They don't work on mess working, and their wires messages literally without internet. <laughs> really? Mastodon has all has some of these direct messages group transfer, file transfer but no user but no building games and no user run interfaces fb has building games group transfer file transfer group chats and direct messages but not much of anything else slack has all of these except the it has direct messages group chats file transfer but no building games user-run instances, but nothing much else. Signal only has direct messages, group chats, and file transfers. IRC had group uh, messages, direct messages, group chats, file transfers, user-run instances, and doesn't require a secret server, but not much else. Tumblr only has direct messages. Reddit has group chats, file transfers, direct messages, and user run inter in instances, but not much else. SMS has direct messages and wireless messages directly without the internet. But a strange little thing called the Sidecar World Wireless Handheld Computer for Teens, made in 2000, has all of these technologies in that very old system. And it's in black and white too. LCD technology. Ain't that fucking wild that we have gone backwards instead of forwards. 
and that cyber coaltending was to try to compete with the blackberries of the world which had all of these and way way more but now we got cell phones from android especially the samsung 22s that have forked uis and forked os's it just continues on and on not to be outdone the censorship to continues we're seeing the government we're seeing the central planning agencies from MasterCon and Visa trying to say that your art is competing with our friend's art. And our friend's art is more important than your art. So now we must protect our friend's art from your art. That's what it basically boils down to. The internet is not the way it seems. Not the way it seems. Will it ever go back to the way it was? Even with Urban and the best people around it, it is a very difficult ask for a lot of people to say they're going to get this done. I hate to say this to a lot of people. I hate it. A lot of people don't like it. But the technologies that they put out there will not compete with the technologies that others have used in the past. And some that I know so intimately, it's not even funny. It's not even funny. We're at a place where a lot of motherfuckers wouldn't know what to do with the new technology out there and wouldn't know what to do with all this shit that's come about. They could fix a lot of these things tomorrow, especially with the advertising. Let the users that have a channel on their YouTube, for instance, control what type of advertising they allow on their server, on those channels. It can start from there. The length of it, how many can be there. Negotiate these prices. Nobody wants to do that shit. Just let us air a 44-minute uh, a commercial on a 20-minute thing that you just want to see from Simon Whistler. Get the fuck out of here, you sons of bitches. Why y'all continue to destroy your motherfucking selves, man? Y'all keep doing it. And then y'all say, oh, we're just jamming. We're jamming. We're jamming. We're jamming. Yeah. Oh, please. You ain't jamming, you're dying, bro. Five companies run this internet and they're running it to the ground and y'all just come in like, what are we doing? 
Nah. Nah. It's not even that. It's the video games. We're having remakes that can't even say the actual name of the actual character in the game because it's connected to drug use, which isn't true. This mother, these motherfuckers don't know what the fuck they are doing in this world. And they come into this industry thinking like, all oh, this, all oh, that, and all the rest of it. Y'all clowns. Y'all born clowns. Why y'all clowning? Why y'all clowning? Why y'all sad? The bullshit a lot run this gambit. Bullshit a lot. When and when when will all this shit stop? I do have to tell you this, however, it's not gonna make a lot of people happy, but it's going to cause a lot of consternation. And this is not gonna be pretty. YouTube is on its way out. I said Netflix is on its way down because they figured out, Nielsen has figured out the YouTube, the Netflix is going down, YouTube is going up, but YouTube is not long for this world. Stitson Hammer, you know women's Victor, the two Victors, I call them the two Victors, Razor Fitz and Stitson Hammer, the two victors. I think they're both Gemini's, ironically enough. They they're twins of a kind in certain ways. But the two one of the two victors, Stitzenhammer. He had sixty thousand viewers on BitChute, and I think he got another dirty on Rumble, which was ninety thousand viewers on Rumble when he did his stuff live, when he did his stuff live. I think that's what he did that there. Rumble has started to mature as a technology. BitChute has reached to a point where it has matured as a technology. Brideon is almost there. There's a couple of other technologies out there that are also coming as well. Barlow is now owned by Kanye West. <clears throat> Excuse me. Barlow is now owned by Kanye West. There's some issues with Twitter, but things might start turning around. It is going to be quite interesting. In two, three years time, when the internet and a lot of the things that made the internet, the internet, will be forced to come to a head 
and where all of this will lead. And it is going to be quite interesting how we look at the internet in the future. I'm seeing similar signs from what the railroads have now become. Very similar signs. A lot of it is not going to be pretty, but a lot of it is going to be quite interesting. What type of communication we're going to have if I know what is coming, what is coming goes to fruition. Think about it. More after this on Beyond This Earth. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. We now return you to Beyond This Earth. Hello folks, over the back here. It's time to ask you guys a question. Do you know the difference between a ballot and a vote? No? Okay. It's time to do some definitions. I don't do schooling, but it's time to Take y'all to school to explain what has happened in elections. What is the definition of a vote? Vote, a noun, a formal choice that one makes in an election or at a meeting in order to choose someone or to decide something. As a verb, it is to show formally by marking of a paper, raising a hand on which person wants to win an election or which plan or where and an idea one supports. The etymology of a vote comes from the 15th hundreds in the mid century, the formal expression of a person's wish or choice in regard to a proposal and or a candidate from the Latin Vulgate Voltum vow wish promise to a Roman deity solemn plead or dedication to same what is the definition of a ballot ballot noun a system of voting in writing usually in secret an occasion in which a vote is held as a verb to ask someone to vote in writing and secretly about something. The etymology of this comes from the 1540s, a small ball ball using voting. Also secret vote taken from Italian paletto, diminutive of pala ball, Germanic, Holy Roman Empire source. Er, early reference is from Bennett's himself. You know what a ballot is, and you know what a vote is. So let me give you an idea of what I'm trying to explain here. 
all votes are ballots, but not all ballots are votes. Let me make this very clear. All ballots are not votes, but all votes are ballots. What has happened in the election that has taken place is that we have something called ballot harvesting. That is a ballot has been given to someone that may or may not be in a voter role where someone signs a signature and all the rest of it and can be sent to the voting area to turn that ballot into a vote. These ballots are questionnaires. They're not ballots. They're not ballots. They're questionnaires that a state or states or federal government ask a citizen in a secret questionnaire on who that person wants to run the government. It is not a vote. It has taken, it reverses the process of a vote. A vote is cast on the day it becomes a provisional ballot. The ballot is counted. It becomes a vote when it is counted towards the person that is seen in the questions and the ballot question that, that, that was stated there. These ballots are secret questionnaires given to, say, the Democrat or by the Republican entity in charge of that particular ballot area. There's a difference between a ballot and an absentee ballot. An absentee ballot states that the voter cannot be in that particular area at that particular time. It is only placed on that particular area at that particular time. A ballot is just given to any other place, wherever a candidate might be within that particular state. It is a secret questionnaire. It is not a vote. And it's not a ballot. It is harvested as a ballot and turned into a vote. That vote has now become a decimal place instead of one man, one vote. In certain cases with these computers out there. So now it's ballot harvesting and counting a, a vote as a decimal point. Not as one man, one vote. People died in order to get to the place of one man, one vote. And now it's become a decimal place and a computer system and an algorithm in order to tabulate the votes.
and is already harvested using ballots where they're nothing more than secret questionnaires. Think about what this all means in a society already broken about questions about its elections and how long it takes to count a vote. Beyond This Earth continues right after this. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. Welcome back to Beyond This Earth, final segment of the day. Here's some of the news that you missed. Three men were found guilty of murder and sentenced to life in prison for shooting down a passenger airplane that was flying over Ukraine in 2014, killing 298 people. Meta has fired or punished more than 2,000 members of his staff for improperly hijacking users' accounts according to the Wall Street Journal. The UK has unveiled a new budget that is a complete 180 from its previous one, which also caused markets to implode. It is now planning to raise taxes and outspending and cut spending as it tries to weather a deepening recession. And in the last one, the U.S. rents grew in October at their slowest place in 18 months, according to Realtor.com. And there were a bunch of others we'll get to in a moment. That was just some of the news that you missed this week. In space news. And it was a big, big well, let's just say big win for NASA as its Artemis program begins to start in earnest. Artemis is now up around the Earth as it's going to go 42 times around the moon and come back unmanned within the next couple of month, weeks, actually, is what was one of the brightest liftoffs in the history of mankind. Some say that the sun was pretty much out in certain centuries of Florida because of how bright the liftoff was took place around 1.40. It was supposed to start at 1.10. They had to screw two of the screws together. I call it the Franken machine. And it was able to get off the ground. 
Now with the success, well, was not full success yet. We will find out if they're ready to go ahead once the um, the capsule comes back down. They will then send men and women up to the moon for Artemis 2. And it is believed that Artemis 3 at 2025, 55 years, possibly to today, when mankind began its greatest adventure, will start again. We'll have the they'll have the special reports, the new technologies, the AR, the VR, and everything for the greatest moment yet again in human history. They will become the. Let me make this. Let me get this right. The 18th, 19th, and 20th people to land on the moon. From there on in, there will be more missions to the moon as they begin starting plans to build a space station on on the moon with Luna, with the Luna space, space um, station up orbiting the moon as well as they start building colonies there. It is believed that by 2027, we start the plans to go to Mars. This will be much taking over most of the way uh, around, although there will be some certain other particular technologies that will be used as well before they make that this before they make that decision so we have begun the process of getting to mars it's going to be the great adventure and its continuation shall begin in earnest and hopefully we will make it in time to reach not only Mars, but a 30% shot of reaching to the edge and the end of this universe. Who is to say? Who is to say? Meanwhile, meanwhile, the secretive S-73B space plane has beaten its previous flight duration record by staying in orbit for almost 100 days before landing. The autonomous craft, operated by the United States Space Force, one time was operated by the Air Force, is officially classified and therefore has scant details about its purpose or missions are released. But officials say that the latest flight L host carried a host of scientific experiments. The S-71B Orbital Test Vehicle, OTV, started its life under the umbrella of NASA, but was passed to the U.S. military, the Air Force, and then Spaceports, which then created the B variant. The model first flew in orbit in 2010. The two vehicles constructed have so far encouraged increasingly lengthy flights, including a 674-day mission that ended in 2014. 
His latest 900-day mission sets a new record for the craft, although many other space missions have been in orbit for longer periods, such as the International Space Station. The Boeing-constructed 737 spacecraft looks like a miniature space shuttle and functions similarly, but without a human crew. It launches vertically inside of the nose of an Atlas V or Falcon 9 rocket, spent long periods in space and orbit, around 400 kilometers, and then lands by the lands like a traditional aircraft upon re-entry upon Earth's atmosphere. Wow. It came back the day, uh, somewhat a couple of days before Artemis lifted off. That's kind of wild. No news if they are going to lift this machine back up again. So, it seems like it is possible that alien life can be detected. They already told us this earlier, but it already seems possible that alien life can be detected using the James Webb Telescope. So, there have been a lot of great news in the space front, and it is only going to get better from here, especially when it comes to space. And we will be doing a lot more space stuff, and hopefully we will do the longer version of what was planned for the 22nd century. And I do plan to do another 22nd century episode very soon. That's some of the announcements that will be coming out today. I just gave out one. I just want to go back to the story concerning this FTX scandal for half a second because it's related to something that I wrote on the Substack dealing, and I will explain that in a moment. First off, I want you to listen to the degrees that these criminals have gotten. Caroline Ellison, the mouse, Stanford degree in mathematics. Sam Trabuco, MIT degree in mathematics. SBF, Sam Bankman-Fried, MIT degree in both physics and mathematics. These degrees are not easy to get. No way. Make no mistake. These criminals didn't infidently forget about eight billion dollars. This was methodical, systematic fraud. Fraud. And then some people are now firing figure out that the news media is destroying the rest of the entertainment media with these, especially two of them from the New York Times, puff pieces concerning how Sam Bankman Freed pretty much is their boy and our boy can't do nothing wrong. He was trying to help the world the way liberals want to help the world. We're going to use the communism to produce the capitalism in order to save the world for African-Americans and Africans all over the world with attrutive altruism and cryptocurrencies. God damn these motherfuckers.
Can any fucking liberal please understand that I am a man in the 1960s wasn't I am trying to help other people other than the man. It does not matter what a liberal keeps doing. It doesn't matter if he does his shit in Africa, in Asia, in all these other places. Wherever a liberal goes, he comes in, he goes there with an indiscriminate and a heart that is not full of the creator God, but full of the empty show that a lot of religions have warned its constituents on. And it has become apparent to this host that it seems that as much as there many are Many heroes of mine have are liberals and all the rest of it. The same shit continues to pop up, but I just mentioned it in the first part, the first segment of this show, and I'm mentioning it again. Until the liberal lions speak and tell them no, they will continue to run roughshod all over the peoples of this planet. And this is not to say, oh, the conservatives or the right wing don't do that as well. We have seen evidence of it, but we need to look at things in a more historical context. And this leads into something that is going to Surprise a lot of motherfuckers. Okay, and I'm just making it real fucking simple. A lot of these liberals are monarchists. What did you just say? That's right, they're monarchists. They're monarchists. It doesn't matter how you spin it, they want a king. If they did not want a king. Why the fuck are they investigating Trump once again? After he is going for a third time to become president of the United States. Why are they investigating this motherfucker? Why? Why is it that they have to do ballot harvesting in order to give them the presumption of a chance that they will win? In, a, in in election day. Why does it have to take a whole two weeks to count a vote? And why does a vote have to take almost a whole lot of a longer time? Why does a vote turns into a decimal point instead of a human being, one man, one vote, as they used to say. 
And then why is it that the court countiers, treasurers, and those that are good with money and supposed to regulate money are asleep at the switch when it comes to their chosen uh, the the presidents and the leaders of Congress at the particular time chosen people to take care of certain finances of the states. Why is it that it is in these democratic governorships and democratic cities run, run by Democrats that you have all this crime and the excuses for crime. That for years, there has been only one party rule in certain cities, especially in St. Louis, which never had a Republican anything since 1828. If I got that correct. It becomes apparent to my assertions that the Democrats won a king and in certain years won a queen. And it goes to something that I began to see in a historical record, especially concerning with England, France, Spain. Um, in some cases, in some cases, the Holy Roman Empire, let's call that Germany and Prussia. Well, before that, it was what we consider Germany, but I will just say Prussia at this particular time. But I don't want to say Prussia fully and Russia in, in certain ways before they became Soviet. The liberals of each of their societies were liberals and started to support communism under the ages of and ultimately in the watchful and suspicious gaze of all the monarchies of Europe. Suspicious gaze, make that very clear. When monarchy died off in 1918, And we made them, and a lot of people made the move towards republics and other forms of democracies fully. And other forms of democracies in the full sense. The shit, especially what happened in Germany with the Weimar Republic and the things that they pulled 
when with mostly with the liberals and a lot of it with the communists. It's absolutely unbecoming. Without a certain amount of control, liberals go absolutely bonkers. And it is deeply unfortunate that is the case. All liberals do, unfortunately, is to try and find daddy, daddy, all the addies you can find in order to feel for themselves that they got some semblance of control, which also gives credence to the concept of that all liberalism is feminization of full feminization of the human psyche and the human individual individualization. That all liberalism is a concept of feminized ideas and ideology. That they need something to look up to if it cannot be God, because a lot of these liberals say they wanna be better conservatives or better right-wingers than the right-wingers themselves. They've said it on Twitter before. They say they wanna raise their families and hire homes and all the rest of it, but a lot of them don't believe in God, and a lot of them have a misconstrued, misconstrued idea of what God is. And it comes to a point where you begin to realize that they are looking for a king to run their lives because in their lives, they feel more feminine than they have ever had any sort a masculine traits and the only time they ever had to use those masculine traits to do anything you see was to convince themselves that they deserve this woman or to defend themselves when they think they got a shot in order to protect themselves They don't understand. Then now they say, oh, we got to blame white culture for all of this when most of them are white people. Folks, there's a, there's a saying that the white man walks alone and that saying should be true for all men of all races because what I'm about to tell you is, is that Unfortunately, for a lot of women of all races, they tend to follow one particular type of woman, if not her looks, if not her style, her mannerisms and speech, and the way she relates to women, other women, and a lot of men as well. So I wrote an article concerning Kim Kardashian, not blaming her or her sisters, but to focus on a lot of the things that has happened during her supposed reign as one of the most influential models that have ever existed 
in the world, her, her sisters, Kylie Jenner, and others in that Milo, in that Milo. Take a good read of it. It is on the Substack page of Beyond This Earth, and you might learn something that is all connected to these same dark acts and behaviors that have brought about these things. When you begin to realize this, there is absolutely no difference between what we consider to be Rihanna, Beyonce, Megan Thee Stallion, and Cardi B, and Kim Kardashian, in a sense, compared to others that are doing those particular things as well. It is something to think about and learn about, truly. In two weeks, we are going to return. It will be on December 3rd. There is going to be a lot of discussion about the new Congress that's coming out, and we're going to have investigation up the wazoo, and it's going to be fascinating on that. And look, I know that FTS now is going to get worse. There is going to be a reckoning in cryptocurrencies. It is going to go down like Donkey Kong on here. And we're only three episodes, well, two episodes, actually, before the year-ending review of what happened this year. And boy, it's going to come down to some really unbelievable shit we're going to discuss in the year-end review show. So, don't miss our After Thanksgiving show on December 3rd, 2022. I have a couple of other announcements. Everything seems to be going smoothly. During this time, I'll write a couple of other articles for other particular sites as well. Hopefully, that uh, you'll get a chance to read them. Some of them have been in the situ and been waiting for many, ye- many years now. Some of them haven't. Some of them are new. Some of them are a little old. Um, yeah, the technologies that we're seeing today are just not working the way it's supposed to. Hopefully, I will make an announcement concerning something that has been waiting in the wings for a couple of years. And it will come out in that form. And it's going to be quite an interesting thing if it is done the way it thinks is going to be done. So we'll see about that. I'm still working on the tsunami thing that is still being worked on. And it's going to be quite an interesting challenge for me um, concerning what they want to do with this particular uh, project. I'm also working on Triune Libre as well. Um, this last project for Tsunami is going to be the last one concerning any particular project dealing with a cop- copyrighted thing. I am getting out of it, like I said earlier, 
I hope I'll have it done before the end of the year, before March of 2023, when the anniversary officially ends and they move into something different. And we'll see that particular future as well. It is still in flux. There's a lot of things to be fixed on and all the rest of it. And so we're hoping for that to be taking place as well. So in two weeks, we will return with a brand new episode of Beyond This Earth. If anything new has come before Thanksgiving, we'll break in, have a bonus, all the rest of it. In three days after that episode and leading into the three weeks from now, we will have the results of the election in Georgia and we'll see who is the new senator there and then everything will be tied up nicely in a bow of this very long election season which is now heading towards the 2024 presidential election and all the fuckery that goes with it thank you for listening to beyond this earth we're on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, podcast addict radio republic now on stitcher amazon music iHeartRadio podcasts truly wherever you get your radio show i want to wish you and yours a happy thanksgiving and we will see you guys in two weeks on beyond this earth beyond this earth is a gothic production